Hello, and welcome to the School of Attraction podcast. I'm Damien Dicker, and I'll be talking to you about a range of topics from dating, attraction, masculinity, sexuality, life philosophy, and much, much more. So without any further ado, let's get started. I hope you enjoy listening to today's podcast just as much as I've enjoyed creating it. Have you ever caught yourself feeling really frustrated that all women are just like X? Maybe all women just want the most confident man in the room. Or all women really want a guy until he likes her back and then she loses all interest in him because women are just fickle. Or all women just want nice things because women are gold diggers. Or maybe all women will leave you the second life becomes a little bit difficult. And of course you believe this or these or something like one of these things because life has taught you like through experience that every single woman you've interacted with and come close to has proven this point over and over again. What if I were to tell you that there's an extremely good chance that you are manifesting and perpetuating this experience for yourself and it doesn't have to be the case for you in your world at all? What if I were to tell you that somehow the topic of this video was related directly to a catfish date I went on in the last weekend? Keep watching to find out what I'm talking about. So last weekend, I went out on a date with this woman that I've been talking to on Hinge. I've been spending a lot of time online dating, you know, during the apocalypse. It's the easiest way to meet women. Anyway, this woman had a whole bunch of photos, including, including a bikini shot of herself, clearly showing her body. You know, she's in really great shape. Pretty attractive woman. Not quite my type. She's blonde. I don't really like blondes. But anyway, um, she was pretty cute. So we went on this date. And I walk up and see her sitting, standing in front of the restaurant where we're going to meet. And she is quite a bit larger than her photos, like considerably larger than she had shown in her photos. Um, this girl was, I don't know, a good 20 kilos over um, what she had shown. Um, and so, you know, leave aside the how should you handle this moment thing. I have, I, I, I am a, probably too nice. Like, I don't want to make someone feel bad, especially women being overweight. Women who are overweight already cop enough crap from society. It's a hard thing to know what to do with, but leaving that aside, I hung around for a little while and talked to her and we had a short, shortish date, hour, hour date. And it's interesting the things that we talked about on this date that we discussed, right? So first of all, it was really obvious that she, she had self-esteem issues. She sort of a lot of feeling sorry for herself, um, but something started to come up. For example, she was saying that it's funny how every guy she dates only wants something casual, right? Isn't looking for anything long-term until the next girl he dates and then he gets into a long-term relationship or gets married to her. She was saying this quite resentfully, right? About her life in general. Because that this was the kind of conversation that was going on. And so how is this related to self-fulfilling prophecies? Well, this woman is living a self-fulfilling prophecy. What do I mean by that? So this woman is experiencing that men don't want to, like most men, don't want long-term relationships until they meet someone else, right? Men don't want that with me. Now, this isn't about fat shaming. Here's what's happening. And this woman doesn't realize, and I didn't tell her because it's not my job on this date. But if you're going to throw up photos of yourself where you are much slimmer in those photos than you are in real life, then men meet you. What's going to happen is, first of all, some guys like me are going to meet you and say, ah, okay, not for me. Uh, and, the, you know, you're just not going to hear from me anymore. Other guys are going to meet this woman and they're going to say, all right, well, this woman's definitely larger than I would have liked, but mm, I'm here now. I've put in the time. I've got like, I'm looking good. 
let's see if we can make something sexual happen here, right? So they, they instantly take relationships off the table, like really quickly. And so what this woman's experiencing is all these guys who are like, uh, okay, well, you're heavier than I thought. Sex, maybe? Are you up for sex? No? Okay, fine. Right? That's what she's experiencing over and over and over again without realizing it. She's perpetuating this because she's not marketing herself as she is. She's marketing herself at a different point in her life. So from this woman's vantage point, every guy is the same. Every guy is just like that. But she's creating that reality for herself. And this got me thinking, you know, because I really was, I was kind of debating whether I should tell her this, and I didn't in the end, but this happens a lot, not just with women, this happens with guys as well, and I'm not just talking catfishing or throwing up misleading photos of yourself on online dating profiles either. I'm talking about creating a reality for yourself where every woman you meet exhibits a certain behavior pattern. And then after a while, you start to think every woman in the world must be like this, because every single woman I'm meeting is like this. Now, right now, I happen to have a client who is exhibiting his own version of this. And so this client of mine, and he's feeling really distressed, he's on online dating, and his profile is, his online dating profile is really, really not good at all. It consists of two selfies of him. Sorry, he's not Indian. He's, he's, half, he's part Indian. He's part Indian, part Middle Eastern. He, he only looks a little bit Indian, mildly. Uh, anyway, his, his profile photo is two selfies of himself. And his description is really quite negative, right? It says in big capital letters, I am not an Indian man. Uh, and it says a couple of other things. It's just really negative about negative stuff. What I don't want, what I'm not. Don't think of me this way. If you're going to think of me this way, go elsewhere. I hate it when women do this. Stuff like that in his profile. Now, anyone who's watched any of my videos will probably understand this is not what you want to write in your profile. This is not super appealing. But the few matches he does get with this profile in, in Australia... Um, turned out to be really, really, really neurotic women who are really nice for a little while. And then the second he makes a totally innocuous joke or tease or banter, sometimes they get really offended and just ghost him. They just totally disappear. Uh, right. And he's getting really frustrated. Why do women do this? Why are women so fickle? Why are women so neurotic? And I'm trying to explain not all women, just the women you're meeting. And you say, yeah, but surely some, not all, you know, not all the women who are going to like me a profile are going to be like this. Right. So what he's doing is he's creating this world in which every woman he's meeting is going to be neurotic. Okay, so this guy thought to himself, well, what I'll do is I'll create a profile, I'll just move my profile to another country and see how women respond to it. Maybe it's just Australian women just racist against Indians. More on that a little bit, but it's kind of true, but more on that a little bit. So he moves his profile to a third world country, right? Uh, Brazil. Uh, and all of a sudden, he's really popular with women. And the women are really sweet and nice to him. And he gets these matches and he starts having these conversations, start clicking with women, and then they disappear after a while. Uh, and he says, this is really frustrating. Why do women just lose interest so quickly? Why is this going on? And again, I have to explain, okay, not all women are like this. You've, you've chosen to flirt with women who are thousands and thousands of miles away, who have no way of meeting you in person, right? Who are desperate to get away from their country, who want to leave, for whom Australia is an exciting place. Uh, but this is not real. This is not reality. Um, proven by the fact that how do you perform with Brazilian women who come here, who are actually here in person? And he says, oh, they're not very nice at all. Okay. So, you know, there's this whole thing of what you get is you create this self-fulfilling prophecy. So what this poor guy is trying to do is he's trying to, he's setting bad bait. He's creating a scenario that constantly gives him this reinforced belief about the world in which he lives. 
Now, what's interesting is that in this in this client's case, I have a friend, a really close friend who who lives near me, and he does really quite well with women. Like he and I are constantly exchanging like you know stories and stuff about dates we've gone on and all this kind of stuff. And he is full Indian. Um, he, 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 there's no mistake in him. <laughs> He's not a little bit Indian looking. He's full on Indian looking, and he does really quite well. Now I can show this client of mine my friend and 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 say this guy's doing really well and I, and I can show him you know examples of this guy doing well and he'll say cool yeah i guess but then the second he steps away for 10 15 minutes is like oh yeah all, all australian women are racist against indians and this is the problem how can one man's experience in the world be so radically different from another man's some of you watching, many of you watching probably don't fall into any of these categories, but perhaps you fall under the banner of feeling like women constantly monkey branch, right? They Monkey branching is a red pill term. A lot of guys believe that what women do is they constantly try to climb the, the, the social circle. So the, the second they find a better man than you, they'll leave you straight away and start dating him. A, a guy who's wealthier, richer, you know, all this kind of stuff, and she'll leave you within a heartbeat. And women are fickle like that. That's just how women are. But it's interesting that in, like my best friend is an example, well, yeah, he's one of my best friends. He dates women who consistently, ever since I've known him since like high school, have then after dating him have dated noticeably downward afterward. Isn't that interesting? Myself, in my own life, I've never had a partner leave me for a, for a guy who's higher up on the pecking order. The boys, now, well, I've never had a woman just leave. Oh, I have once for another guy. But that was more situational. She had to move to another country and she was stuck there for a while. And it's a bit different. But I've never had a woman leave me. They've always sidestepped after the relationships ended. It's not like they've dated up and just kept trying to go up. They've sidestepped. Uh, and even my current partner and I, we've been together 11 years now. Uh, we were split up for six months. And before we got back together, she was with a guy who was really well off financially. had this fantastic house in the Caribbean that he was inviting her over to come stay with him at for a while. She had this as an option. And she turned it down to come back to me, to be in a relationship with me. Uh, so, you know, again, these are examples of contradictions to experiences that I know many men around the world have over and over and over again. So does it mean that you're just being irrational? Does it mean that women, plenty of women around the world aren't racist against certain uh, ethnicities? Absolutely not. It's, it's very true. Like we know in United States, we know that on online dating websites, I think it's black men perform the, I think it's black men or Hispanic men, I'm pretty sure it's black men perform the worst, right? So it's harder for them to get matches on online dating sites. We know it's a real thing, uh, de demonstrably, right? We know that some women are going to be gold diggers. We know that some women are, are, are hypergamous. They're going to want to climb that social ladder. Um, we know these things exist, but because these things exist doesn't mean it has to be your reality. It doesn't mean that all women are going to be like this, or most of the women, or any of the women that you're going to necessarily date and interact with are going to behave like this. It just means there is a trend in the world. And so how do we begin to pull this apart? You know, how do you work out? You're experiencing that all women, all women you meet are like something, right? They're a certain type of woman. They exhibit a certain type of behavior. How do you work out if that is just how women are, or if it's just you? Right, or if it's something that you can change, if it's a self-fulfilling prophecy, the first, the first way to identify it is this: is there a pattern? Because here's the thing: in if you were really, truly, randomly dating women, you ought to see a little bit of fluctuation. So 
What do I mean is, if you go on five dates with women, let's say almost all women are gold diggers, four of them ought to be gold diggers and one of them not. Um, you know, if, if you're going to have an experience of women just don't date shorter guys, you should have the experience that four of them, uh, f- you know, four women are like, oh, no, you're too short for me. One of them are going to be like, yeah, you're just fine. Right? That's what you should experience. But what guys who have very self-fulfilling prophecies experience is every single woman exhibits this behavior. Every single woman exhibits that behavior. Not all women are the same. You may have strong trends, like very strong trends, but you're never going to have uniformity. You just can't. So when you experience uniformity, you need to understand that that's you. Whenever I'm coaching guys, even out in the field, um, you know, in real life approaching women, what I do all the time is if I see a pattern, if women reject you for this reason consistently when you approach, it's you, not them. If it's a once-off, it could just be her in a bad mood. I'm always looking for patterns. And you've got to be looking for patterns too. If every single woman behaves a certain way, that's your first sign. But the second thing you need to be doing is look for an example, examples around you of someone who um, bucks that trend. This is how science works. We, we right now all believe that nothing can travel faster than the speed of light. That is a law. It is a rule by which we believe the world, the universe is run. But if tomorrow we suddenly saw evidence of a particle that is for sure traveling faster than the speed of light, that law would be destroyed. It is no longer a law, right? It is no longer a rule of the universe that holds fast. It's, it's changeable. So our whole understanding of physics changes. Men don't, and women, but I'm talking to mostly men here, my followers, don't do this when it comes to dating. My YouTube channel is a perfect example. I'll get guys on, when I talk about online dating, guys will say, sorry, but women on online dating sites will only date you if you're tall and wealthy. What about me? I have no evidence of conspicuous wealth on my Tinder profile, and I'm five foot eight. And then the guys say, oh yeah, but you're white. And I said, well, well, hold on a minute. Is it women will only date guys who are tall and wealthy or women will only date white guys? Because I'm an example of women who won't date tall and wealthy, only tall and wealthy guys. And I've got a whole bunch of friends and clients who aren't white who are dating women on online dating profiles, right? So it's like, which is it? And that often happens. Whenever you see guys often see examples that challenge what they believe. So this client of mine who sees my friend who's full Indian, he'll come up with another excuse. Oh, oh well, this guy is just... Uh, you know, X, Y, Z. This guy is just X, Y, Z, right? Different. It's a different story. It's not. It's not a different story. You've got to really pick what it is because whenever there's someone who's bucking the trend that you believe all women do X, they are doing something different to you. They are experiencing life and going through life with a different pattern of beliefs and different pattern of behaviors. It doesn't yield the result that you keep getting. What you should be doing is paying attention. What is this guy doing differently? Because it's hard. It's hard to let go of this stuff. When you've been through so much pain, especially in dating relationships, and you've externalized that pain, like this is because women like this, I can't help it. This is a way that you've soothed yourself. Possibly for years, you've soothed yourself. I'm not getting rejected because I'm not good enough because I'm doing something wrong. It's them. They're doing something. And it's a really hard thing to, to take ownership again and say, hey, maybe plenty of women don't like black guys in America, but... Some black guys are absolutely killing it with white women. What's going on? And, and, and sure enough, to use that as an example, <clears throat> while it's true black guys do worse, a few black guys absolutely slaughter it on online dating profiles. When you look at so, sort of the top profiles, some of them are like African-American guys, right? What's going on? And, and what's going on is actually that while, yes, um, um, women in America on average 
like black guys at least on online dating sites, what you tend to see is there's a there's a niche of women, white, Hispanic, black, Asian, whatever, who really like black guys, like emphatically, like really crazy black black guys. And if you can then corner that market, you're going to do way better than most guys because you better believe that a, a white woman who doesn't like black guys is going to be less excited by me than a white woman who only likes black guys is going to be by a black guy, right? She's going to be way more excited by him than the white woman will be of me. And so that, that smaller niche is way more excited. And if you can tap into that niche, you can get laid like a rock star. Those opportunities are available to you. Now, I don't want to sound like I'm preaching. I feel like I'm kind of going a bit all over the place here with my examples. And really what I want to say is this. It is scary and challenging to let go of something that you've been blaming the world for, right? All women are like this. All women are like that. Instead of, oh, I'm creating a world in which only I, I only get to meet this kind of women. This is actually on me. I can change this, right? When you have that shift, it is scary and hard. But when you do, your powerlessness will lift. You don't have to be so powerless in dating. That in itself is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Women don't like men who feel powerless. Men who feel empowered are sexy to women. Even if they're, even if they're, they're little people who are of the wrong race, who speak with a lisp, right? If you're empowered, that is still more attractive than a man who isn't empowered. I remember in high school, I had a guy who had no legs come into the school. And guess what? He was dating a, a netball player, a female blonde netball play, player who was six foot one was his wife, right? And this guy has no freaking legs. So get over it, right? This one was a pinup, by the way. Get over it. There is always room for you to be empowered and buck the trend, whatever trend is out there. That's it for today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed yourself. Don't forget to check us out at schoolofattraction.com. I highly recommend you check out my comprehensive and free dating personality test, which you can find by clicking personality test at the top of the page. Thanks again for tuning in, and I look forward to seeing you in my next podcast.